Gray Fox. Praise games. waiting huh hello and welcome to gray fox plays games the video games podcast that likes to dabble in the world and get on its lovely spaceship in the shape of a lovely hat a charming hat and floats around the world it sees the planet it gets off and goes oh no this isn't new donk city this is the land between spaces oh my god anyway I'm, i'll talk about that later on <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh I'm, I'm not i'm not on porn boys <laughs> i'll say i'll do i'll do i'll do uh what's a what's a good video game thing <laughs> he's gone just keep it just keep it all in i'll just keep it, <laughs> it. i'm 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 gonna roll the punches as they say uh what you can hear in the background there is my lovely co-host i'll start with our trophy hunter a man who was once in the top 20 trophy hunters in all of playstation kingdom alex hemming how you doing my friend only in the uk let's not go nuts here oh okay. yeah I'm doing playstation good. kingdom of the uk i'm doing good That's- i'm very good thank you <laughs> I still can't get over that you had so many trophies that you were in that. Anyway, we'll get we'll, we'll dive into your backstory about that another time. But um, I'm glad you're well, pal. And uh, you heard me mention him. It's our souls man, the man who goes to the restaurant and orders Salisbury steak, Mr. Michael Carter Edwards. How are you doing, brother? I'm very well, thank you, man. Very, very well. <laughs> and finally, the man with the most curliest hair in the business, our producer Jonathan Miles. How's it going, buddy? Yeah, I'm good. Actually, I was going to say, I was going to say a man who has been to more nests than a umbrella employee because he likes Resident Evil, but I couldn't work that in properly. And I didn't work it properly now, but we like Resident Evil. So I'm going back to that. I'm glad you're all well. As you can hear, there's a bit of ring dust. I'll be honest. It's been about a month since our last. Uh, sounds like an old Victorian letter, doesn't it? It's been four Sundays since our last pod. Um, uh, reason being is that a lot of life has been going on, a lot of life been living. But you know what's better than life? video games and we are here to talk about video games past present future all that sweet sweet fandom in between gentlemen help me here please we're in church now answer me as questions free what have you been watching what have you been playing or reading if your culture like that i'm gonna start with mr uh, uh, michael's making notes like this is mastermind i'm in, i'm loving this i'm gonna go to michael and say michael please answer me this question three uh i've been watching um i've been watching better call saul um uh, I have seen them all. Obviously, the new season is out now. I haven't started that yet, but my uh, fiance has not seen any of Better Call Saul, and uh, we thought let's start. Let's start again because I can't be dealing with the let's watch an episode every week as they release kind yeah, of thing. Nah. Kills me. Um, so yeah, because we're doing that with slow horses at the moment, and that's just also killing. <laughs> is me. it? Is it a bit slow? Yeah. Well, it's a great slow Hold horse your horses. Is great, but oh. <laughs> Yeah. Um, going back to Belco Saul, I haven't seen it since it came out. Like, there's in like season one with 2015. So it's a long old time ago. Man, that show's good. So, yeah, that's yeah, what I've okay. been, that's what I've been watching. I've been playing. Well, what do you think I've been playing? I think uh, a certain Ring of Elden. Exactly. The, I waxed lyrical the last time I was on the show about that game and I haven't stopped. So, yeah, there you go. There's a whole section for you to to spunk your load over that later on. So just one question. With the, the new season of Better Call Saul, I'd love to re- report back to us when this moment happens because halfway through filming last year, uh, unfortunately, Mr. Mr. Goodman himself had a bit of a heart attack, didn't he? And they had the pause halfway through. Um, I wonder if it's noticeable from 
like I wonder if he if he looks physically different because obviously when you go through a, a thing like that mm. you, you will go through some some form of change. I wonder if it's if it's noticeable in the show, but it's the last season, isn't it? It's the last one, yeah. It's the very last one. So very intrigued, very intrigued. Yeah, 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 yeah. It sounds dope as hell. Uh Mr. Moles. So- questions three, if you please. Uh what have I been watching? Oh, I have been re watching re I should say re watching, re 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 watching Red Dwarf. Yeah, yes. classic. I uh, I managed. I used to pick up a couple of box sets for like a couple of quid, <laughs> like this some little car booty type thing. So uh, yeah, I picked up some of those and just watched them as like, the same day, just blitz through it, and it was enjoyable, right. very enjoyable. Quick fire round, greatest Red Dwarf episode ever, ever. Uh, white hole, the one, the the white hole one. It's a white hole. That's a class. That's the, I like the, the one. You mean that thing's spewing time? That <laughs> I can't remember the episode. I think it's Angels and Demons, where it's like the Wild West. I was going to oh, say no, that Oh, no, Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. That's what I was that's going with. That was it, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, the reverse world one, which basically was the blueprint for Tenet. ハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハハ
You son of a bitch. He's got a hold. Step back. <laughs> I need to hope for a patch that fixes that. Otherwise, I, I, surely I don't you want to could, replay the whole Surely you again. could tweet them and say, like, come on, guys, <laughs> and they'll, they'll patch you up. Yeah, I'm sure. No, you, you, I'm, sure yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sure you're not the only person. No, I've seen a couple of other people online say the same thing. It seems to be a I common think- one. Greg Miller gets his own patches, but and you've got more trophies than him. So why don't you, why don't you, why don't you, you know, throw your hat into the wing? <laughs> if only I had that kind of pull. If only. But uh, no, but aside man. from playing that, I've also been playing quite a bit of Ghostwire Tokyo. Oh. Uh, so I don't know if any of you know much about that one. It was in no. quite a lot oh, of the state it, of play. It's no, like I was laughing at my noise of who. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the guy that makes. I like the guy that, that wrote and directed it. He done um, the Evil Within games, didn't he? Mm. And Resident Evil Four, yeah, one yeah. of the greatest video games of all time. <laughs> um, yeah, heavy. Okay, so, so we'll we'll ask you about Ghostwire in uh, when the fox is in. So you've been you've been playing that. Well, you've been watching or reading anything? I have been watching. And I don't know if you guys are big fans of anything like that. I don't think you are actually. But I've been watching Attack on Titan. It's uh, the final season, so it's an. I hear lots of good things. It's an anime, and they're in the final season now, and it's all getting a bit, uh, a bit tense. But I've just had the theme song stuck in my head, so the the theme song for the final season is called "Rumbling" by like a Japanese rock band called Sim, and it's love it. Yeah, it's been stuck in my head all week, so I've been really enjoying that. Love it. So you know the game Control. I do. I love it. It's one of my favorite games ever. There's a Norwegian band called Gods of Asgard that do the theme tune to it called Take Control. And it's one of those metalous songs in all of existence. I listen to it probably on a daily basis. You are going to enjoy this. You're going to enjoy this, Flint. I am seeing them next week. What? Yeah. Can I get tickets? Can I come with you? Poets of the Fall, and they're playing on the 8th of May in London. If you want to, where do I get? Where do I get Lord of Asgard? No, because that's the in-game name of the band. So they're called Poets of the Fall, and in universe, they're called the Old Gods of Asgard. So that—that's just blown my mind. Okay, <laughs> we, let's talk offline. I need to come to this gig with let's you. Let's do it. And if, and I want to hear a twenty-minute version of Take Control. I don't know if they'll I'll play that stuff though. That's the only thing. I don't know if they'll play it or if they'll just play the. Oh the come on! Stuff. Like fifty percent of the reason why people are going to be there is for anyway. Sorry, we'll, <laughs> we'll take that conversation offline. Uh, just to kind of round it off from a watch perspective, I've uh, binge watched Severance. Um, I can't tell you if it's an amazing show or the worst show I've ever seen, but I was compelled viewing. Um, apparently it's a take on 1984. I'll be honest. I've never read 1984 as I'm sure most people that say they have, haven't, but, um, it's the, the TV show severance. There's something compelling about it and hot damn Apple TV. Uh, maybe you agree with just on world, Mikey, you should be doing slow horses. And I think a few people have done Ted Lasso as well Is that they might not have the volume, but hot damn, they've got the quality when they put a show together. It is a damn good show. My only issue of Apple TV is that if you, and this may just be with my television, um, is that when you pause Apple TV, let's say you want to go and get yourself a nice refreshing beverage, and um, when then you, when you when you come back to the show and decide to resume it, um, it starts from the fucking beginning every time. Oh really? I've never. Yeah. Pa- I don't think I've ever paused the show. Before. If you pause, if you know when you pause it, and it obviously remains on the screen. If then, if you if you then get a screensaver of some kind, like some kind of standby mode or anything like that, right? You're you're screwed, and you've got a and their fast forward feature. Yeah, Netflix it ain't. Yeah, oh, Netflix it ain't. So yeah, that is my only 
frustration with it, but it comes through with the Apple One gimmick. So there you go. Well done. So. Yeah, fair play to them. Yeah, but Slow Horses is great. I should stress. Slow Horses is, is, is a great show, a fine show. I'd recommend you watch it. Anything that has Gary Oldman in, I'll watch it. Um, yeah, he's kind of got a free pass for life for being a good commissioner, Gordon, and everything else. And Fifth Element. And let's not never forget Fifth Element. Um, and on the reading front, I'll keep it Batman orientated. I've been I finished reading The Imposter, a new Black Label Batman story. Now I'm not going to go. I'm not going to spend ages talking about it. But in the world of comics, they tend to speak a lot to the TV studios, so they don't accidentally spoil anything or whatever and dc obviously sat down with warner brothers and said oh you got a new batman movie coming out and they've gone yes and they've gone oh what's your batman story well our batman story is it's a year two batman and uh it's kind of like a weird the police don't trust him yet gotham pd they're tracing a serial killer and all that stuff and they've gone ah awesome and now they've released this new comic called batman the imposter a year two batman story where they're chasing some weird serial killer. Yes, there are some tweaks to it, but it's essentially like this, they sat there and just stole a bunch of ideas from this new Batman movie and put it into this this Black Label comic. Anyway, it's still very enjoyable nonetheless. And Mikey, actually, we will actually talk about video games, I promise. But you are one of the very few people who can actually watch HBO Max because you're not based in the UK anymore. Have you seen the Batman? <laughs> no, I'm watching it tomorrow. <laughs> ah, okay. okay. Uh, literally, because it's obviously bang holiday, right? So, um, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, we've um, kind of uh, that's, but that's kind of the plan. Um, we were actually going to watch it today, and then kind of, of course, all got in the way, and uh, and this podcast, I'll be frank, got in the way as well. So, um, well, yeah, let's, tomorrow, let's, tomorrow let's get this fox in so you can watch it. Then, all right, sweet. Yeah. I'll, I'll report back. Anyway, let's report to the folks because the fox is in. Ladies and gentlemen, it is backlog season. Uh, the calendar is kind of clear for video games for the minute. Obviously, because we're getting towards a, uh, the event season, although I don't know if E3 is ever going to happen ever again. Um, so I thought it'd be good, actually, if we talk about our backlog, things we've been playing, specifically new games that have been released recently or games that we hope to get our fingers, our little paws on. Uh, in the meantime, let's before we, we talk about Elden Ring for the rest of the pod, <laughs> uh, rightfully so as well, by the way, um, I want to talk a bit about Lego Star Wars. Uh, Hemming, you have been buzzing through this with the exception of one brick um give us your give us your take on this my friend so i i know mike as well is in the same boat i love the lego games there's just something so relaxing and so just satisfying about playing these games and this is i'm happy to say this is the best one so far and they've changed oh Hello. Right, no, 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 no. I right. I'm in a. I'm in the boat of. I really want Lego Star Wars. I. I have been. I have been looking forward to this release now for about three years. It's been a while. Maybe even longer. Been it's been in development for a long time. Uh, I've been eagerly anticipating this 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 game, and obviously, let's not talk about crunch and all that kind of stuff. Mm. The, the the team that made it have gone through quite the ringer, which is not cool. Um, but as a consumer, I've been wanting to pick this game up because as you, as you said, I love the Lego games. I am currently playing through uh, Lego Marvel Super Heroes 1 on the Switch because I love that game on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Playing through it again on portable mode is great. And, um, it's actually very charming. And so like, and that for me, number one, Lego Marvel Super Heroes 1 is, is, you know, that for me is the best one. Okay. How much better is it than that? Well, it's different. 
because obviously that you've got the whole city of Manhattan where you can fly around, right? So you've got the whole island. It's a bit more open, whereas this lets you explore multiple different planets across the galaxy. And each one of them is huge, but none to the scale of Manhattan. So if you like that giant open, one open world, you'd probably prefer that. But this has just such a variety of different areas and different planets. And each area is massive. There is a ton to do. As I say, most Lego games back in the day, they used to have like 250, 300 bricks or whatever to collect. This is over 1,000 bricks and 400 characters or whatever it is. So it's nuts. But it also plays differently. That's one of the things. Yeah, it's it's gone for like an over-the-shoulder It's a third-person, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically a third-person platformer now. And it just feels... I think it I heard they've really fun. tightened up the gameplay, as in, like, it's you've actually got some science behind using your force powers and stuff. Like, before it was kind of a gimmick to move some bits, now it's actually like a proper thing. Yeah, you use it quite often for doing some puzzle solving. Uh, you don't have hearts anymore. You've just got a life bar that goes down and refills. Uh, in combat, you can actually do combos. They're very, very basic, but you don't just mash square and that's it. You can do a couple of combos because i'll block you if you keep pressing square too often so they've, they've definitely mixed it up and the variety as well when you're going through the game just the variety of different things to do it's really good a lot of vehicle levels you can do a whole pod race which is great i enjoy that uh yeah i'm i loved it i thought it was really really good do you is this the last of Lego Star Wars e games. I should point out it's Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga, etc. etc. Mm. Like they've literally left everything on the field. I now. can't like, see they're, them they're pretty much done, else. right? Yeah, I can't see them doing any more with, with it. I mean, unless of course more Star Wars films come out and they need to make another trilogy. Yeah, but it's just like like you say, like they've 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 they've, they've cooked it. They've literally and it's not just the Skywalker saga, they've thrown in Mandalorian, they've thrown in like pretty much everything humanly possible related to Star Wars. And fair play, like this is gonna be the final one, or pr- probably the final one. Um I am very jealous because I'm a massive Star Wars fan and I love hearing about the little you know, um Family Guy, you know they've done those Star Wars episodes all those years ago. <laughs> yeah. Where it was it was proper fan service whilst at the same time pointing fun at a way where maybe only Star Wars fans would really get it with that Family Guy humor as well. It seems that they've kind of something done similar here with the the Lego Star Wars game. I think that's something that you and Mike specifically are going to get out of it more than me because I'm not the biggest Star Wars fan in the world. But no, nor am I. I should stress. Oh, I apologize. Well, Woods Woods will get it more than I will. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. Um, but doesn't like sand. <laughs> that is a massive thing. I I know that meme, and I got that. And like Darth Vader, whenever you pick up a collectible, he goes, "Ah, not a grain of sand on it." You know, <laughs> it's it's great. There's lots of little nods, and everything in the game, every collectible you find, every event you do has a name for it, and there's just references out the arse. So love it. You'll have a great time. Love it. Sold, sold. Uh, so let's talk about a game. I'm going to ask everyone a game that's in your backlog or a game that's been released this year that you haven't played yet that you really, really want to play. I'm excluding Hemming from this conversation because Hemming has played everything. Um, I'm going to humbly say I can't wait to get my hands on Dying Light 2. It kind of got released and like reviews were quite 
not glowing, but they weren't bad. And I'm a mass like for me, one of Dying Light is one of the greatest games ever made. I, I generally adored that game when it came out. Got all the DLC. I've sunk hundreds of hours into it. Can't wait to dive in on that again. And uh, it's kind of like no one's talking about it, and it's really upsetting me. So I want to talk about it now. <laughs> and everyone's just like, "Good for you, Adam. You do you." Anyway, <laughs> so I I've not played that one, so I cannot Have comment. You not? I cannot comment. Ah, oh, did you ever play? Did you play the first? I one? did. I really enjoyed the first one. I just, for some reason, the hype it didn't get me for two. I've just not had the inclination to want to get around to it. I don't know why. I, just, I think it's just timing, and like it's been, it's been like killed by all the other games that was being released in the same month. I mean, February was was an insane month. Uh, Mikey, what's on your backlog that you want to get your hands on that you've either been recently? You can't talk about Elden Ring. We'll talk about it in a moment, or that you haven't been. What do you want to play? Oh, that's a that's a difficult question. Um, I, I genuinely can't really think of one. If if I'm perfectly honest with you, there hasn't been there hasn't been too much. There has, hasn't been too much that I've been particularly enamoured with because um, you've got your kind of your games like Horizon, but I haven't really cared about that. Um, there's been nothing. The only the only game that I would like to go and play is Demon Souls for the PS5, but I don't have a PS5. Um, that, that's, the, that's the only thing that really kind of grabs me. Maybe Metroid Dread for the Switch. Um, mm. Actually, but- I really want to play that Kirby game because it looks like it's just a rip-off of Mario Odyssey just with Kirby. It, it, it 100% <laughs> just- is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it good? It's a lot of fun. It is super charming and just so easy. It's very easy, but it's, yeah, it's very fun. Yeah, I'm just like there's there's not really too much for me to to be frank. Like the game I was looking forward to was called Elden Ring, and it's out now. So, all right, we'll, 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 bring, we'll bring some moles on backlog, and then we'll come back to Elden Ring. Moles, what's on your your backlog? It doesn't have to be anything new, right? Because it's a yeah. PSN game that you've got your hands on. No, the thing is with that is the games that I wanted to play, I've played now. And the other ones just look jank compared to the new stuff that's coming out. But I still haven't played Gran Turismo 7. Looking past the kind of bad reviews that some people gave it. Because I just like racing games and it is the tip. I own Gran Turismo 7. Our biggest big fan of the show, Tom Woods, recently purchased Gran Turismo 7. Ah, see, yeah. Gran Turismo 7 is great. There we Uh, go. I'd imagine on a PlayStation 5, it would be even greater. That's it. That's that's the game that obviously Elden Ring, but you know we don't have to mention that, even though I've mentioned <laughs> it. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, GT Seven, because I just love the nice. series. And yeah, if you're gonna play a racing game, you're gonna play the best one, right? So yeah. on on the games that I uh, I know you guys have talked me into wanting to get about three months ago. You guys were talking, we were talking about EA Play. And I was like, guys, there's an offer on right now. It's like £3 a month. Do it. And you guys, you guys, Flint, don't do it. It's just a way to suck you. And I was like, no, man, I'll get to, I'll, that's £3 for a month, for three months. I'm going to do that. Anyway, four months have happened. And I've looked at my bank statement and I've gone, oh, God damn it, EA have took an annual thing off me. And I've not played any EA Play games. <laughs> but I have downloaded the Mass Effect trilogy and I will start tomorrow on Mass Effect 2 on your recommendation of it being one of the greatest games ever. 
So that is that's already preloaded onto the PlayStation, and I will be starting that. Uh, Henry, you had your hand raised in a very nice, gentlemanly <laughs> way. I'll honour the man on the left. What, what was your? That's very nice. It was just talking about backlog of recent stuff. Um, there is one that I bought, but only played for about ten minutes. I bought Sifu. So this was the ah oh, the aging guy, the aging kung fu game. Yeah, yes, it was rock hard. And I was like, this is this is very difficult, and Elden Ring is about to come out. I need to just put this to one side for now. Um, they are releasing a patch in the coming days that's actually going to give it difficulty modes. So it's going to have ah. an easy mode. So now I have a chance to go back into it and not feel like I need to get out like a Bible to learn exactly how to do everything. I can just hopefully have a bit of fun with it. But it's a really cool concept. Oh, and from some of the videos, it looks amazing. How it changes perspective and view and the animation style and this whole thing of like, say you could be like a hundred years old and be like <laughs> a very old man, but you literally have like a one inch punch that could kill a dinosaur. <laughs> yeah, that that's that that seems pretty dope. Mr. Carden Edwards. This makes great radio, right? When you speak your hand up and just wait. <laughs> <laughs> um the only other game that i've uh, had my eye on is um a, a game called unpacking um what's it about have you guys, have you guys seen that is this no. the apartment where you're literally unpacking boxes and putting them into places in the room i have seen videos of this and people go nuts <laughs> for it because they're like oh you know i did it in this time and this is how i've done it and there, there's a community behind it and i can wow. very i think um, i've been on the reddit <laughs> i really on reddit forum for it you're you actually going to get into it. I'm waiting for the sale. I've got it starred on Deku deals. When it goes on sale on the Switch, man, I'm getting involved. Because basically the gimmick is, right, is that you, the, the story is that you follow someone throughout their life, right? And, you, and you, you're moving into all of the places they're in. So you have their childhood. Room. Sorry? Is it like Shenmue? <laughs> Do I drive a forklift for 15 weeks? No. Um, that day it snowed. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you like start in their childhood room, you have the uni room, first house, blah, blah, blah. And you have to unpack all their belonging, belongings in all the different rooms. And you do it like however the hell you want. So if you want to put that there, you can, and you can, and it's all very interactive and very nice, very tranquil. And the story is told by what belongings are kept from move to move. So it starts to tell. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, basically kind of, Andy's room. Basically kind of that. Yeah. And like it tells apparently a very touching story about someone's life and you literally go through their entire life unpacking their belongings as you go. Apparently it was just very, very nice. Uh, it was so popular that, um, within like not very long of the release, um, they, there was like a thousand clones of it on the app stores on for phones and they had to kind of be dealt with injunctions because they had basically just ripped it off entirely um oh, because weirdly no one's thought of this before but yeah i that's that, that is a game that i really want to give a go because it looks very relaxing see that's amazing like i love the fact that a there's a community of people out there that, that do that kind of stuff and just get obsessed with it and come up with cool stuff and also it's an amazing concept it made me think about just talk about communities that just keep stuff going regardless. I thought you were going to say, I'm sorry. I'm just going to, I thought you were going to say, makes me think about my childhood. <laughs> you start looking wistfully into the future. <laughs> no, I got nothing as good as that. But um, uh, you, you know, Futurama, obviously, you know, they go to the neutral zone 
And there's a famous scene where there's a guy talking about the neutral zone. He's like, tell my wife I said hello. And there's a clip on YouTube that's been live for something like 15 years. And the number of upvotes and downvotes is equal. So there's a community of people that are constantly just keeping an eye on it and just voting up or voting down to keep the number the same so it's neutral. And I just love the attention that pe- like communities bring for that that kind of stuff. Not related to that game at all. When you said there's loads of people getting into it and really getting deep on it on Reddit and stuff, I just thought of those people. And they, that why not? They are incredible. Look, look, we've talked about this. We've, we've held off long enough, okay? Me and Moles are very jealous because we've not played this game yet. It's on our backlogs to play. But I know it's on your two. You've been going for it. So now wax lyrical about it. Here's your try- time to shine, Michael and Alex. I did this a while ago, I'm sure. Like, Do, do I have to say more things? Well, have you discovered all anything the nice new? Have you, opened, have you opened up any new doors? Have you cuddled an egg? Because you sent me a picture of some woman holding like a an, <laughs> an amber egg. Like, what was this about? It's just little things in this game, right? So um, there was a, a, the, the mimic fight, right, Hemming? Like that... Again, an example of this game just working, right? So uh, I was in this place called, oh, I can't even pronounce it, Nock. Nokran, I think it is. Nokran, right? It's like this, basically, you defeat a boss, a meteorite falls from the sky and lands somewhere. Um, and you find out where that is and you go there and all of a sudden the place that you went to before when it was nice and green and lush now has a giant hole in it. And there isn't just a ladder going down into where the meter is. No, you've got to make your way round it. Horrible, horrible terrain. I died a few times jumping down there. Um, and all of a sudden you're downstairs and it's like, oh, where am I now? And now I'm underground somewhere. And now there's loads of other things to do. Anyway, um, I had to fight a boss uh, called a mimic. Yeah, The gimmick is it takes your form, just like, hello. And uh, I walked into this this little room and that's what he did. I was like, hey, this is, he's kicking my ass because turns out he's better being me than I am. So uh, this is interesting. <laughs> so I died and um, I was like, let me have another goose of this guy then. And then I just had the brainwave of, if I just unequip everything, like, what's he going to do? Ah. So I got, I got naked. I unequipped everything I owned and I waited for him to arrive. And then he just like did the old Terminator 2 gimmick when it went into me so you're face to face with yourself in your underpants <laughs> yes exactly a silver Just version clarify. of myself in underpants as well. and um and then i was like then obviously he gets going and he starts punching me to death and i was like oh he's actually still quite aggressive when he's you know underpants and um i was like well i've got to get some i've got to go and get away from him somehow so i can equip my 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 harbinger of sorrow and 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 smite him and um and I was like, wow, he's all over me. He's all over me. This is no good. He's, he's just punching me to death. No, no, he was doing no damage to us. Looking at my health bar and it was not moving because this yeah. guy's fists are no match for me. So yeah, I, I, I stood still. Until he, he pressed, was tired from over-punching. <laughs> exactly. I, I pushed pressed him pause. over. <laughs> yeah, I pressed pause. Uh, there are no pauses on this game, right? So you can't actually pause the game. You just have to go to the menu. Um, I equipped all of my stuff and I took time as well. I took time over equipping all my things. Yes, I did. Can't believe I didn't and then think I of all this. of a sudden I had my, I had my sword of glory and I just twatted him right in his stupid face. And <laughs> down he went. He did a valiant job of dodging my attacks. I'll give him a credit. So then I got my, my big staff thing out and I 
you know, spelled him to death as well. I stomped him. I stomped him in his stupid face. That was exactly like mine. And he died. And now I can summon a mimic guy to do my bidding for me. So now when I Is face the boss, uh, no, no, he just takes on the form of you. Takes on the form of you. I, I can summon him. Hmm, should I defeat him in the blue pants or the red pants? Yeah. Uh, but that was an example of I felt very smug about with myself. Using afterwards. the game to power, using the mechanics of the game in your favor. Like I went online and I was like, you know, is that and that's a viable strategy? A lot of people do that because, and I see I've seen accounts of people going like, "Wow, man, this mimic's hard to beat, isn't he?" And it's like, you got you did the naked tactic, right? And it's like. I haven't thought of that. And I was like, huh, I thought of that. Oh. Yeah. And I felt smart because I'm not very good at this game, but I know how to take shortcuts. So, yeah. Just on the on the naked front, um, should we talk about Let Me Solo Her, um, the legend? So, Mark, have you heard about this? I've, I've, right, I've heard of the, the I haven't watched it. So, I, it's, it's absolutely incredible. So, like, for the uninitiated, there is a playable, well, it's a, it's a player that's been going around just wearing his pants for a specific boss. And he's got the name, let me solo her. And if you summon this guy in, he literally says like, stand back, leave everything to me. (laughs) And like is an absolute juggernaut and can kill this boss. And has gotten so much folklore to the point that Elden Ring have made an NPC character of which apparently you can acquire and summon, which is this guy in his pants and he uses the exact same moves and like methods that he was using when he kills this boss. It's pretty incredible. It's it's the boss is uh, Melania or Melania. Uh, the, the, you mean the hardest one in the, the game? The hardest one in the game. The one that is sort of in, the poster. The title. hardest one in the series. Yes. Of all of the Souls games, yes. this is the hardest one. Be- yes. Harder than Orphan of Kos. Yes. The hardest thing of all time. Yes. <laughs> and, and he does it in his pants and he does it does in his it. pants just... two katanas and he just rolls and dodges and parries and it's it's incredible to watch it um and yeah this guy is an absolute absolute legend and i love that they've, i love that they've immortalized him and put him into the game like that that's so cool i mean i feel like he deserves something because i can imagine a lot of hours has gone into Get it out. I mean, we assume it's a guy. It might not be, right? Um, you know, let's, let's check our biases at the door. But I love the fact that on Twitter, for about a week, it was always in the top sort of 20 trends of let me solo her because the amount of people that were like, this this, this legends just came in I mean, and told me just to stand back. I'm amazed that so many people had got to that point. I mean, I, I should say that. Melania is like the final boss of the not the final story boss the I final a lot of people boss. was going to go find her though as a result of hearing quite of possibly story. but you have to go through a lot of hoops to f- just reach the area where she is so like people are good to get to the point where you fight her these people are pretty good already and yeah. they are just getting stomped by her uh, yeah, I've heard so many horror stories of that boss man. Like, no <laughs> thanks. Like, I, I, I. It's very strange with Elden Ring because there are points when I do feel cocky, right? I feel, I feel confident on this game, and then I'm reminded very quickly, Michael, stop being confident. You are but a, 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 a beetle to these, you know, boots. these oppressive boots of, <laughs> of, of From Software, and like, and I watch videos. I go, I'm like, oh, how man, how the, how the, how, how'd you defeat this boss? Let's have a little goose. Let's get some strategies. And I just watch some guy just with perfect parrying, you know, and it's just like, I haven't, par- Hemming, 
Have you parried anyone yet in this game? I, I don't think I've ever, apart from Bloodborne with the gun, I don't think I've ever successfully parried in a Dark Souls game. I have not. I'm I terrible. think maybe there was a brief half an hour on Dark Souls 3 when somehow I was in a zone. But other than that, I haven't parried a fucker on, on Elden Ring. Sorry for my swing. Not a single person have I parried. And this guy's parrying bosses like and believe. Peter yeah, um, I do have. Perfect. So my, my current strategy has been, has been thus on Elden Ring. Just that. So I discovered that, you know, that you can, you can poison people, right? So <laughs> now my gimmick on this game, especially with kind of big dudes and dudes that really, if they, cause I don't know how, as Hemming knows, I built my guy a bit, uh, a bit lopsided. Let's just say, <laughs> uh, not, not much health. Yeah. So, um, all magic, no health. <laughs> Was basically. Yeah, well, I am literally was, all yeah. magic, no trousers. It's it's a bit. Um, it's not the best. I am quite the Tommy squishy. Lee. He's the Tommy Lee <laughs> yeah. of Elden Ring. Um, and so, like, I have to survive my hits, and I decide. And I, there's a couple of things, right? So there's a, there's a poison spell that I've picked up, and it's great. I've found that you can sneak past pretty much everything on this game, and you can go behind dudes, yeah, if they don't see you, and you can just poison them, and wait there. Because it doesn't aggro them. So you can just poison, wait for like five minutes for the health bar to slowly trickle down. It runs out and you poison them again. And it's like, well, this is absolutely fucking brilliant, isn't it? And there's the, uh, the the scarlet rot is the worst thing that ever could happen to you. It's also the greatest thing to happen to your enemies. So I've got a giant, I've got an incantation at the moment, right? Where a giant dragon head comes out of my head somehow. Or something of that nature. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> and it inflicts scarlet rot on people in front of me. And it's like a big, like, you hold the button down and it's like a big waterfall of, like, blah, and it's like, get get some of that, yeah? And, mate, you hit him with this once and just watch them slowly die. And it's <laughs> great. And you just kind of sit there, keep your distance, and uh, have a good time. Have a cup of tea. Wonderful. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just marvelous. There are so many different strategies in this game, man. The only thing that I reliably, unequivocally, is that a word? Mm -hmm. That's definitely a word. The only thing I cannot do, the thing I cannot do to save my life is defeat a dragon. Ain't happening, bruv. Can't do it for love nor money. I have not defeated a single dragon legit on the game yet, other than the ones that were sleeping in uh, Caleb. wait until the last season and then just kill them all inexplicably. (laughs) That's how it works, isn't it? You've got to get on the horse and just dash around their legs. Yeah, and have sex with your auntie. And that, that'll help. Um, I can't stress this enough, Michael. Have sex with your auntie. That is how you kill the dragons. (laughs) I am very excited for the pair of you to play this game. Uh, I am so looking forward to how you feel and how you get on with it. And obviously, it's a co-op game, just to say. If you want us to jump in, we can jump in. Just watch you play it. Yeah, Exactly. Some are genuinely some of the finest moments I've had on this game have been me and Hemming just barraging through a castle, just smiting people left, right, and center. And then when we get to someone a bit tasty, when we get to someone a bit tasty, I go and hide (laughs) underneath a box. Hemming sits there brandishing his flaming skull of whatever. And I'm just like, is he dead yet? (laughs) And then I'm watching my. Yeah, um, yeah. That, that is a very, that is a very fun way of doing. It. Genuine, That's a very fun way of doing right it. There. Smithers, yeah. take off my belt. 
with pleasure sir um, sorry that look it sounds like a hell of a good time i think uh, there's a lot of people in the world right now who are not sitting on the fence they know they'll probably play it at some point there's probably a couple of questions that you could probably answer very quickly one does picking the class matter that much at the start of the game no no not hugely two where do you stick all your your points in your character where's the best place to stick it well, to begin this with? is the thing like mike said there's so much variety in what you can do it's what do you want do you want to go in and you can make anything yeah. work dude do you want to hit them can big? you re- can you reset it? yes yes because i recently there we go. have yep. so it's there we go twice there. by accident as well by the way <laughs> <laughs> you Love have to it. get access to something called a larval tier yeah and when i when i when i and i looked this up i was like how the fuck how do i get a larval tier the woman with the baby flint she does it for you Ah, okay. after well, you defeat her yeah you need to get through that and area beat her and then she's able to just give you a respect whenever yeah. you want you need a larval tier to do it and i was like oh no shit do i get a larval tier <laughs> looked up on the internet i was like that seems quite difficult i don't think i'm ever going to get one of these uh looks like i'm locked into no health forever and and yeah and then i literally went to an area and i came back with like eight of the bastards and i was like well <laughs> excellent uh, and i actually screwed up my my next uh respect which is quite annoying so i had to do it again but you say this friend about people not having taken the plunge it's the number one selling game of 2022 man sold yeah, 13.7 yeah, yeah. million sale uh it sold 12 million I copies there's even more people that are going to as a result weeks. of these feedbacks and the reviews are going to keep going so i mean this is game of the year isn't it let's face it yeah if anything it's the comes second up, best-selling sick. game of the last 12 months only behind call of duty vanguard I expect you to say GTA still. <laughs> Somehow, like it's, it's like that Star Wars. Just pick right Skyrim. Yeah, <laughs> love Skyrim. Somehow, some way, GTA survived. Been living in top top five for the past ten years. Yeah, saying that, I've been playing a lot of GTA uh, Five on the PS Five. It has been so enjoyable. It is a bit of a nostalgia trip, whilst at the same time, a lovely new next gen sheen on it. Um, I I think I'm about fifty missions in. I think there's sixty nine because why wouldn't there be CTA uh, to to have uh, of missions? And I'm nearly done with it. And I do want to go um, on online, but to be honest. Um, you know, in going back to backlog season, uh, my focus will be going on that Mass Effect, right? But um, if we're talking uh, last pod we're on, which feels like a lifetime ago, we were talking about PlayStation and PlayStation Now taking it and smushing it together to make their new product. Uh, they did announce last week, uh, which started out as a leak and then was officially confirmed. I believe it was officially confirmed, although you guys will correct me if I'm wrong, is that the next PSN big free game is actually going to be. FIFA 22, which is someone who inadvertently purchased a year subscription to EA Play, is also very annoyed because one of the three things he would download off of that would have been FIFA 22. God damn it! Uh, but guys, do we think this is a good thing? Do we think this is a, it's just a meh thing? Do we care? What's, yeah, it's one of the, one of the biggest games, right? It's always one of the biggest selling games, FIFA games, right? It's a, it's a it big one. Free. Honestly, yeah, it's the first time I think they've ever put a current year FIFA out on a ps plus givings so you know a lot of people though who wanted fifa will have already bought it by this point yeah. we are what nine months away from since it was released september last yeah, so year we're like four months away from the next exactly yeah so it's not going to be a much skin off their nose uh but yeah it's a pretty big one but there are a lot of people that will sit there and like whilst ultimate team is a big seller and it's kind of what if you're buying FIFA every year, you're playing. It's because you play on my team. Um, there are a lot of people that just want a football game, and it's like, 
I haven't bought a football game in a while because they've caught on to the fact that it's just a roster update every year and that's it. If you don't play on my team, they ain't really changing much else. So this is a chance for people to just have that football game and oh, I haven't got to buy a football game for a couple of years now. So it's pretty good. Yeah, and the folks that made eFootball are like, oh man, our gimmick was we were free. <laughs> now, <laughs> now the good one's free. Well, not free, but pay for it. You get my point. Um, but that's quite cool, right? So like, long may it continue. Just as kind of on the news front, um, the PlayStation Store has stopped accepting uh, redeemable codes for extensions for your PlayStation Now or PlayStation Plus accounts. Which is annoying because I stacked mine for a good few years when it was Black Friday. I'd always buy a few codes and stick them on. Um, and I accidentally bought PlayStation Now one year because I thought I was buying a PlayStation Plus code. Um, but uh, that's, that's that's interesting. And in regards to some other news that came out, it's been kind of a slow news a uh, couple of weeks, but there has been a couple of things. So Oculus Rift is still going, although it's now called uh, the Meta Rift, isn't it? Because of uh, Facebook rebranding and everything else. Uh, there has been an announcement of a number of partnership VR games with Ubisoft, uh, specifically focused in the Assassin's Creed world. Um, apparently, Assassin's Creed is going to be taking a bit of a hiatus for a couple of years. They're going to be carrying on the roadmap in Valhalla. Um, Dawn of Ragnarok was the first big extension. They said after that it was very successful, uh, although reviews-wise it was pretty meh, um, that they're going to be continuing on that support roadmap. So the only new content we're going to get in that world is going to be this Assassin's Creed Oculus, sorry, Meta Rift thing um as well as some other properties and a lot of people are hypothesizing that it's going to be so um oh what's the splinter cell uh, everyone wants to see that in vr um what properties in ubisoft land would you like to see in some form of cool vr experience Ooh, that's a weird one i'm gonna go odd i'm gonna say rayman let's get some rayman going on Oh my god, the hand! Like, yeah, yeah the, 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 exactly. The, I mean, you that's basically that is the what the other hands. hands are in VR now. There you go. VR is floating hands. Heavy, so let's get that son in of there. a bitch. Yes, <laughs> they're not doing anything That'll... else with the franchise. When's the last time they did a Rayman? It was probably Rayman Legends. Legends. Yeah. yeah, and everyone says Legends is like one of the greatest platformers it ever. Is never played. Legends it. and Origins are both incredible platformers. So yeah, give me some VR Rayman. I don't know what they do with it, but you've got the perfect gimmick with his hands. So. There you go, Ubisoft. You're welcome. Yeah, it's just they're going to put Just Dance on it, aren't they? And they're going to go, spoiler, it's exactly the same as every other fucking Just Dance game. Um, but somehow it will sell thousands upon thousands of copies in the first day. Um, so that's 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 kind of interesting. Mikey Moles, is there any Ubisoft VR experiences you want? Or is this a, no, move on? No. Probably <laughs> move on. They're Rocksmith, right? Rocksmith is a really cool concept. Um, but I don't think you'd have... I. I I don't think you can quite get the uh, accuracy to kind of do that. With uh, very, yeah. very true. Uh, speaking about stuff that is up and coming. So, Witcher Four, we didn't speak about it last time because Mikey, you were—I think it was one of those episodes that you weren't about. And we know you're our Witcher guy, so uh, there's a Witcher Four happening. That's nice. We know nothing more about it other than kind of a logo. But are you happy it's coming, Mike? Are you happy? I am very happy it's coming. Uh, I love The Witcher 3. It's uh, one of my favourite games I've ever played, quite frankly. Um, CD Projekt Red are going to have to do a lot of work to give some goodwill back in their name. That's all I have to say. And um, I hope, for the love of God, I hope they don't recast Geralt as Henry Cavill. As much as I love Henry Cavill, uh, game, separate, man. Yeah, keep it separate. game Geralt has a different voice. And I love that voice. That voice I wish would sing me to sleep every night, quite frankly. So, yeah, I would like him to be a separate 
person and, mm. and keep his own thing you are um, right to be afraid of this because there are rumors that you know for some reason they're remaking the last of us again yeah i don't know why they're doing that they are they are remaking the last of us again and there are heavy rumors the reason being is because of the tv show with pedro pascal and they're going to use his likeness as joel and uh, they're not going to change the voice like, acting why? as well right I don't know because they put in a like, hell of a performance in that Alex, game. It's, so. tr- it's, what's it? it's, it's Troy Baker. Troy oh, Baker. It's Troy. It's Troy Baker's yeah, role. Yeah, he's literally the voice. It's like him and Ashley Birch. It's basically <laughs> those two voice everything to the point now where I see their vo- names. I was going, oh, it's like it used to be <laughs> Nolan North. Like back in Saints Row Four, there was literally all the voice options was voice one, voice two. Nolan North. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you start out being the hero, then eventually become the James Corden, where everyone's like, oh, that enough to see that guy. I hate him. But on, Go away. To be fair, James Corden is a prick. Well, ignoring James <laughs> Corden, he is a prick. Um, but like, we, it, it would No one ever liked James Corden at the start, either. I'm not having this, Flint. <laughs> Bad analogy. It was all right when he done that, that Gavin and Stacey show, and yeah. like, it was ironically hanging out with David Beckham, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, no, it's just, yeah. I know, I know. You you knew you I spotted it before all of us, Mikey. You 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 saw the twat for what he was. The best of all of us. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they they can't get rid of that. They're just the performances were too good. They would feel so wrong to have that opening scene. Yeah. Spoilers for the first few scenes of The Last of Us, by the way. Hopefully, but the whole baby girl, don't you do this, baby girl scene at the start. That's very good. No, very good, Hemming. I- no. Cuts, cuts, cuts deep. Uh, sorry, Mikey, you, you hope they don't cut, recast um, the man in Witcher. Uh, yeah, I just don't see why they would, to be to be honest with you. Um, I, I just really like the game. Like I said before, CD Projekt Red have got to go a long way to getting their... Um, to getting, yeah, just good. They've delayed the, the, um, the next gen update for Witcher 3, haven't they? Um, because they want to give it the right level of polish. Um, I'm quite... I'll be interested to see what updates they could do for The Witcher 3 that isn't wholesale remake at this point because of it's already quite a polished game if you're going to update it for next gen other than just loading times and ray tracing like like what are they doing to that? I mean there must be something quite substantial. I have no idea. I have insane no idea. insane. Anyway, one uh, one let's let's talk about it and um, the beloved franchise of Metal Gear. Um, that was my that was my best hater impression for you there. Um, it was his thirty fifth birthday a couple uh, about three weeks ago, and we thought for a moment that Konami were going to do something because a website got registered and there was lots of stuff being uh, hinted about on the internet, and it turned out that it was actually a prank on Konami because it started to hint at doing NFTs. <laughs> And it turned out that Konami was like, no, we're not doing anything for Metal Gear, even though it is the 35th anniversary. And we're just like, oh, come on, man. And it put me down a rabbit hole. I started watching loads of videos. I think I started sending some of them to the boys and just going, oh, watch this. It's just clips of Metal Gear and the storyline and how beautiful it is. Uh, I wish they'd done something with this franchise. 35 years of pure glory, and they have done nothing. But thank God there wasn't any gross NFTs as a result. But in other news that was being announced as well, uh, God of War, Ragnarok, uh, they've come out and said it's still happening. And we've gone, when? And they'll be like, shut up, we're just telling you it's still happening. Are you going to give us a sizzle reel? No. Are you going to do us anything else other than just you're working on it? It's going to happen this year? No, you took the words out of my mouth. So anyway, we'll speak to you soon. 
I don't think this game's coming out this year, if I'm being honest. No, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's put back to 2023. Um, but, you know, as long as it's the best game it can be, take as long as they want, because I love that franchise, and I thought the remake, uh, well, the reboot, shall we say, or is it even a reboot or a sequel? I don't even know anymore. I'm lost. But it was great. The 2016 version was fantastic. Or, uh, yeah. I, I, also, now that I have a son, I'm able to carry him around and just pretend I'm Krodos and say things to him. And my wife's like, what are you doing about? It's like, we're going to hunt. Where? Where do you are? And I just, it's just, uh, I love this. I never really clicked with it completely. I know Moles and Mikey absolutely adore it. I know Moles, you, it was one of your games of the, of the year, if that's a thing, even though it's from four years ago. But uh, when you went for it, um, I think I will actually give that another stab because I feel like at some point it will click. And Moles, uh, Mike, you keep telling me about this scene where he gets his, his straps back or something, and you keep telling me it's one of the most emotional scenes in a video game. I need to play it till I get to that point. When he gets his big bad boys from the first oh, games, man. There change, we go. Yeah. Now we're talking. <laughs> Fair enough. I can see everyone's doing like no one can no one can see see this, but everyone's actually doing the impressions of that right now. It's, it's it's very interesting. Yeah, dude. The only bad thing about that game, right, is the you know that dude you fight at the start, the enemy guy, yes, like the bad guy. Is he like he a sucks. constant thing? Oh, yeah, the strange. That guy sucks. All right, that's that's all I have to say about. It. He sucks. Uh, fair enough. Well, but the game is so good that I look past it. You see. Mm. not like you say you know like in iron man like the first iron man the first iron man film where the bad guy is just another iron man and it's like yeah. ah, i hate it when the enemies of the main character yeah, but is another the version of them it's the bridges you know? tony stark I, built this in a cave with scraps sorry i just like that old man the duke what a legend but i agree with you it's a lame a lame thing of just do the same thing i like thing. it yeah but I look, I look, when I look at Iron Man 1, I think, eh, that's annoying. I, when I look at God of War, I barely remember that guy. I just remember the bloodletting. Yeah. Mm, I tell you yes. also, what I'm enjoying is, uh, is, is just big, fat, drunk, angry Thor. Not chiseled God, you know, Chris Hemsworth Thor. Fat, slob, drunk Thor. Thor. Looking forward yeah. to that. <laughs> yeah, I, you know they're going to they, do something. They're going to do a riff off it. That you know they will do. As long as they can give the the, the, the throwing of the axe. That's that is a smooth. Possibly axe. the most satisfying thing in video gaming history. Just give me more of that. I'm a happy boy. Yeah. Yeah. A lot How of- did you feel the first time you threw that damned axe? Oh. Something so smooth about it, and also you you deliberately position yourself so that there'll be an enemy on the return path, yeah, and it would always catch it beautifully as you get it back. There's something so satisfying about that. You are right, um, but anyway, chaps, I think we have talked that one to I, death. I have oh, one no, more there's, question. there's one more question. Shoot, not about God of War though. So I don't know if you're going to go to a new segment entirely. No, no, no. I think we're pretty much done, bro. So, so hit. I want to ask you. You're a Batman, man. Yeah, you're a Batman, man. Man of the bat. Gotham Knights. Yes. I don't care. <laughs> Honestly, I don't care. There's, you're not playing as Batman. You're not looking for Batman. Now, yes, they talk about Batman. So, yes, I'll, you've got my attention, you see. But then I find out that, okay, so you've got the Red Hood thing. The Red Hood storyline's an interesting storyline, but you've already done that in Arkham Knights. And then they've gone, oh, actually, we're going to talk about Court of Owls. So, all right, cool. 
Court of Owls, although it's been talked about a lot in media, hasn't actually been portrayed in anything other than maybe a couple of animated movies. So although I do think we're about to be flooded with the Court of Owls in mm -hmm. either the movies or whatnot in the near future, and it's probably a sign of things. As Affa mentioned right at the start, hey, it always comes back. Warner Brothers seems to talk to its, its collaborators, and they just share the same ideas and do the same thing. So I'm pretty sure that we're getting Court of Owls in every other form of media. Why is that interesting? Because it's all to do with Bruce Wayne's family and being ingrained in the Court of Owls. You've just killed the one fucking guy <laughs> that's all linked to. So they're just bad guys now. Who cares? But the one thing I will say I'm interested in, because I'm, I'm, I'm hankering for some Arkham fighting style. I'm hankering for some beater-uppery of the Batman variety that we've got from those games. If they basically just get the same combat system, they'll have my money. But I don't really care. So the bar's pretty low. Anyway, so what's your question, my friend? <laughs> No, that was it. That was the question. <laughs> um, you've answered everything I need to know because uh, how you feel about it is exactly how I feel about it. Um, Go I, make I, an Arkham game. Just literally this. No one cares about any of these characters. I don't want a co-op adventure. I want to be Batman. Yeah? Yes. Batman on his own. Yes. This would be great DLC for a good Batman game. <laughs> yeah. Like that's what this would be. And that was my first thing. <laughs> when I saw the announcement. It's a new DLC. I was just hoping oh, no. that it was like, like you know when um, you know when they announced Resident Evil Three, and they were just oh. like, oh, we've got this new online game called Resident Evil Resistance, and here's the on here's the online companion as a bit of a joke and a wink to say actually we're remaking Resident Evil Three and this is the freebie too. I was hoping for that, and I was like, okay, so where's the Batman game? And I was like, there's no Batman game. I was like, okay, but where's Batman? <laughs> Where's the Batman? Where's the Batman? Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, it's like, but also Warner Brothers keep doing this thing. Like, oh, we're doing a new, new TV show. Oh, uh, what is it? Oh, it's, it's Batwoman. Oh, okay, cool. Is there Batman in it? No. Oh, all right. Um, we had this Gotham show a while back, actually. It was pretty good. Like, it was all these things that talk about the characters. Is Batman in it? No. Well, we, we can't bring him at the end because you all love Batman. But still, there's no Batman. And wait, 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 wait. I never watched Gotham because, as, as you mentioned, I, I was excited about it. And then I saw that Batman wasn't even in it. No. And I was like, well, why the f flip would I ever watch this show then? Does he come into the... Does he so, the okay, I'll give you a quick history lesson of Batman in TV over the last few years. Because Warner Brothers started being a little bit more generous of allowing their, their number one asset to appear in things. So in Gotham, in the final season they decided to do two episodes where they jump forward 10 years. So they've been basing this around a little boy, Bruce, in the whole TV show. How many seasons of Gotham were there? Five. So you had to wait five seasons? You had to wait five seasons. Yes, I did, because I was like, oh, every now and again, they'll be like, oh, it's like this, this guy owns a nightclub and he calls it the Iceberg Lounge and he's got a bit of a limp. Guess what? He's going to be Penguin, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so in these last two episodes, they actually introduced You Batman. had to wait 80 episodes until Batman <laughs> appeared? <laughs> yes, yes. You have to wait 80 episodes till Batman appears. And he, you don't actually see him. They just kind of do it from the distance that, but it's very reminiscent of Batman 89 because Batman 89, you don't actually see that much Batman at the start. They do lots of like over the head shots and all that sort of stuff. Very reminiscent of that. Nowhere in comparison. I'm not trying to compare them. Please don't. Um, but also I tell you one non-Batman Batman show that is worth its weight is Titans. Give that a look. That is actually pretty dope. The only thing is they actually end up casting a Bruce Wayne and a Batman in it. And you'll never guess who they've cast as their Bruce Wayne and Batman in this, Mr. Cardin Edwards. I don't know. Do you know Friendzone from Game of Thrones? Sir Friendzone? Yes, Sir Friendzone. 
Jorah Mormont. He is. He is Batman in these TV shows. And he tries to put on an accent to be American. And it's the most cringeworthiest thing in the world. Uh, Miles just asking all my people, how do I feel about Jane Foster being in, in Marvels? I, I, yes, I, I, I'm happy about this. It's, it's fine. We still, the good thing is they've managed to do a great way of going, here's still Chris Hemsworth for, so you still get to get that. And for all the people that really want to see a female for, you get that as well. So, hey, happy days. Um, it's the, it's Taika Waitiki, so it can't go wrong. But anyway, Titans, watch it. They swear and it's bloody and there's sex but you don't see the sex. They just talk about it because it's kind of adult. <laughs> does Batman have sex? No, uh, but Dick Grayson does. Like he fucks. Who cares Dick about Batman. Dick Grayson? Hey, hey, he's like Junior Batman. He's all right. <laughs> he's not like J- Jason Todd's a little bitch. Like Jason Todd and Titans is fucking wank. Anyway, I feel like we could spend a whole pod talking about Batman in pop culture. So answer your original question: Gotham Knights ain't worth it, brother. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and on that note, uh, thank you so much for taking time to listen to this podcast. If you've enjoyed what you listen to, please click on that subscribe button. I have seen via data that there are people in Ukraine downloading this podcast. I just want to say that we are with you in spirit and any other good vibe we can give you. Uh, tweet us if you want to talk about anything in particular. We'll make sure we're talking about stuff that keeps you fellas listening as well as everyone else around the world. Um, again, Follow us on social media at Grey Fox Plays. I'd like to thank our trophy hunter, the man who was once in the top 20 UK PlayStation trophy hunters, Mr. Alex Hemming. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And a man who is who needs no, no outro, but he's getting one anyway. Our producer, our man in the chair, who I will be doing some interesting editing things with very soon, Mr. Jonathan Moles. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. And have a blessed evening. And of course... The, the headliner, the, the Souls man, the man who has played so many Lego games, he sees the world in bricks, Mr. Michael Carden Edwards. I would encourage you to play the Lego Batman games, Flint. You'll enjoy those if you haven't played them already. I, I have, actually. I, I do enjoy them. I think I want them to kind of, like, based on the success on uh, the Skywalker saga, of just basically going, look, let's redo everything in every size, shape, and form. Um, I want them to do that for their Batman games as well, because like a typical fanboy, I get a little taste of one thing, and I just go, that's shit. I want to do it for something else now, even better and bigger. Um, yes, I will. I Dude, you, they're awesome. The one Lego game. Sorry, maybe Hemming, you have a point. You have an opinion on this. The one Lego game I really want to play again because I played it when it was released, and I haven't played it since. Is the Lord of the Rings Lego game? Okay, yeah. Because that's like the best one, right? And other than maybe this one now, right? Of course, like all Lego, like it was better than all the Harry Potter ones. It was it was really, really good and you just can't get it anymore. It doesn't exist. I may have a copy for the PS3. If you want it, I can sort you out. Dude, it's on Steam. What? Mm. All that. It's on Steam? How, how much is it on Steam? Let's end this pod and, and we'll continue this conversation. You can find out next week how much it was. <laughs> 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 well, sorry. <laughs>